Jade Software presents Beta and Beyond, the RegTech Modernization Podcast. Well, it's been a long time coming, but thanks for joining us on our inaugural podcast, Beta and Beyond. I'm Michael Howard and will be your host for today. In this episode, I'll give you an overview of the podcast, the themes and the value that you'll get out of it, and a taste of some of the episodes to come. We're pretty excited to be kicking off this channel, as we know the intrinsic value that technology, when designed, implemented and managed properly, offers. And this is particularly pertinent for organisations who operate in regulated environments, even if they don't yet realise the need for such technology. And I guess that's one of the fascinating things with this space, is that by nature, industries will get more and more regulated, especially as things like AI, software, automation and other digital technologies become the norm. So it's highly likely that there will be organisations out there who won't think this podcast is for them. But in six months, two years, a decade, that could well be a different story. This is where a wise investment in technology to augment and enable your people, processes and customers is required. Another way of looking at this is finding that sweet spot between people, data and software. So why Beta and Beyond? Beta is a term synonymous with technology companies. It's about trialling an early version of your product with a select group of people to validate its worth, plus looking for areas of improvement. Proof of concept, or POC, is another name for it, but that's a bit more of a mouthful for a podcast name. Beta is about getting out there with a scaled-back product without investing too heavily in the beginning, then iterating on it, improving it, and it's knowing that you have something to offer, making people's lives easier, better, or both. Beyond, well, that's the intentional thinking of what's next, once beta is validated. This podcast is just like that. It's very much in a beta itself. It's not saying there's no value in it, but there is, and we want to get it to you early without overthinking it. We're challenging ourselves to take a one-take approach. There will be some slip-ups, but we're getting it to the market early. It will allow us to improve it, take on user or listener feedback, and ultimately let us share our expertise with you to help you on your modernisation journey. Modernisation is quite a broad term. So what does it mean in the context of regulated environments? Well, from working with leading banking, finance and insurance companies across New Zealand, Australia and the UK, we appreciate how much is invested in business critical applications. We also empathise with the transformational pressures and risks associated with transitioning from legacy software systems to new cloud-native applications. So when we talk about modernisation, we consider the many ways organisations can unlock additional value from their current systems, including building world-class digital experiences at the front end for both employees and customers alike. So what kinds of topics will we be discussing? As we briefly touched on, we'll be drawing on our compounding experience of working with organisations who have legislated compliance obligations they need to meet because they operate in regulated environments. We'll discuss how these organisations can build or strengthen the foundations they need to not just compete, but to lead the market and deliver the best possible outcomes for their clients. 
A number of enterprise businesses are worried about the threats of nimble, SaaS-based businesses that seem to be hitting the market in a weed-like abundance. These neo-businesses seem to be operating and growing at a speed that is perceived to be too unattainable to catch. Having the right technology foundation debunks that perception, and the best way we believe this foundation should be laid is through three core areas, DevOps, data engineering, and core architecture. Once organizations have clarified, developed, and adopted best practice approaches in these areas, their ability to leverage opportunities they're presented with is greatly improved. One topic that I suggest will come up a fair bit is around Agile. Its methodology is seen as an answer to all things, but more often than not, organizations' slow release cycles are hampering their progress. DevOps is essential for overcoming this, but it's not as simple as hiring a consultant, making your engineering and operations team sit together, agreeing on processes, and hoping for the best. DevOps is a way of working that will require investment, change management, and a lot of patience. Imagine if your business was able to design, develop, and implement a feature into production that streamlined customer experience in under a day. How long would that normally take your organization? Three, six, 12 months? You can see that patience would be rewarded well. Once DevOps is up and running, your timelines will be cut from six, 12, 18 months to hours, days, or weeks. The idea of the sprint will actually be realized. We can't wait to dive into this topic in future episodes. It's a hugely rich vein of value that we can offer. So if you're sitting out there thinking your organization is far too risk averse to embrace DevOps methodologies, review and potentially change its data engineering practices, or transforming its core architecture, we've been able to help one of the largest insurers in Australia who deal with risk day in and day out to not just embrace DevOps, but to let it transform their business. We'll also touch on the role of technology with compliance as well. And while it sounds counterintuitive, automating your compliance obligations is one of the best things your technology function can offer your business. Our experience in the anti-money laundering space has driven this home for us. Regulators in the financial services space are even recommending automation too, as compliance is typically a tick box procedure heavy exercise that is very repetitive. And as those familiar with technology know, repetition is the sweet spot for automation, which helps remove the potential for human error, but more importantly, clearly document steps taken as part of the compliance process. So who will be featuring on the podcast? We'll be surfacing insights, knowledge and advice on best practices from a range of sources, including our people at Jade, industry authorities and important figureheads, and customers and other contacts in our networks who are pushing the boundaries of RegTech to deliver greater outcomes for their customers. So as promised, I'm going to leave you with a few teasers of future episodes so you can get a taste of what's to come. We've been laying down the foundations and putting our core platforms in place. And you see that here in terms of this diagram. We have um, leading market-leading core platforms from an underwriting perspective, claims platform perspective. But what the interesting thing is that is it's only been fairly recently we've been investing in our cloud platform. 
And uh, over the last year, we've activated the cloud platform and we've also activated our data platform, uh, which we're calling Smart Data Platform. And really we're seeing the onset of uh, real um, progressive development activities, being able to draw on cloud capabilities into our business delivery and features uh, that is really making a, a big difference in terms of how we deliver. The more um, uh, interesting aspects for our development teams, of course, is uh, the speed of delivery. We've seen a marked difference in terms of how quickly our teams are able to deploy solutions. Uh, we were talking development and delivery taking every quarter for many teams. So, you know, three months to get something out the door. And uh, we now have a good stack of our teams releasing every fortnight. Some of these teams could go faster than that. Certainly the technology enables that. Um, we operate in a complex financial services environment. So sometimes some of those dynamics actually do uh, slow us down, but it's not slowing the teams down in terms of what they're able to actually build and test um, and get ready for final deployment. I guess the other um, aspect which we're starting to see play out here is in the banking sector and the regulation change and the rise of the neobanks and the sort of digital only experience they're building um, and, and this API-led um, um, strategy. Are you seeing potentially um, more ecosystem type plays within um, FSI uh, in, in the way that um, that people either consume insurance products or, or, or combine those experiences with other financial products? Well, I think if you, if you just look at it, if I stick it in the insurance sphere for a little bit, um, you know, if you just look at the interplay between, you know, say life insurance companies and, um, and, and uh, health and wellbeing, um, you know, partners, uh, I think it's, I think it's needed. I think it's warranted. Um, um, but again, you know, you just need to tie everything back into, well, you know, what does the customer think? And is it adding value to the customer? You know, um, and if it's not, well, you know, maybe you need to reassess. If it is, then, you know, how do you continue to sort of enhance that? So to me, ecosystems and, and partnerships are, um, uh, you know, a needed and, and valued, you know, part of the strategy for sure. Um, you just got, I think, you know, rather than just sort of partnership and partnership, I think you just need to make sure that it's, it's um, customer led and it's, it's value based, and, um, you know, so that the customers get something out of it. I think that's a, a really nice way of, of of sort of tying through or cutting through the hype. And you, like you said, there will, there will never be a shortage of ideas, but how do you really bring it back to one of your core pillars here around value and the value it's creating? And as I'm kind of reflecting on, um, on how some of the um, challenges, cloud is definitely part of that, that enables that pace. Um, one of the I'm going to call it one of the gotchas that we're finding, particularly when you've got those two worlds of moving to the new and having that traditional technology. It's, it's hard to move the traditional technology and our people are energised about getting things done quickly and fast and gravitate towards that which can move quickly. Uh, and there's, there's a tendency to go, oh, yeah, well, that's a bit hard. <laughs> we might leave that one behind. We've got that into the too hard basket. Mm. But it is actually, and, and I'm going to use the word anchor again, it really put, it kind of yanks you back. Yeah, and, yep. and that's a bit of a, um, yeah, I call it, we, we, we're going to sit down to a meal, you have to eat your veggies, and, and then you get to the dessert. But it's, it's a 
a whole meal and we have to have yeah. that as we, we progress mm. and go along. So when we think like that, our, our people are not just our frontline staff, they're our colleagues mm. that have to support the instability of our technology if something's bumpy mm. or um, the people who need to you know, manage disaster recovery. And um, in our traditional technology, that's, you know, that can be time consuming. I'm getting deja vu sort of of 2012 and the app store here where um, every uh, company wanted a mobile app and, you know, thought by building an app, then people would download it from the store and, and the people would come. Is it a similar sort of thing at the moment you're seeing where machine learning is seen as this potential holy grail and just do something with machine learning rather than coming back to the basics around um, what you're tr the outcome you're trying to achieve rather than the output. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, that's where we should start to think about machine learning, right? the business side of things rather than data. So thanks everyone for joining us on this episode of Beta and Beyond. Looking forward to broadcasting to you again in our next episode. Until then, have a good week.